The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The Barbecue Show on KTOE is brought to you by Garlic's Water. Your water has never been treated so well. We're having so much fun already. Good morning and uh, welcome to the barbecue show with uh, Stunt and Jake. That's Stunt. Hey, that's Jake. It's us. We are uh, here together. We are on location today at Rib Fest in the rain because we're uh, troopers. That's what we do. Uh, and we've got uh, we've got a glitch. We have one microphone. We're sharing back and forth. So it seems awkward this morning. It's only because it is. Yeah, we're super close and we are good friends. So it works out. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. You smell amazing today, man. <laughs> start this the start of the day. Don't worry. It'll get worse. Yeah. Well, we should smell like barbecue smoke, which is um, the way to go on a weekend, that's for sure. So, uh, as we mentioned, the barbecue show brought to you by Garlic's Water. And your clothes. Oh, wait. Don't wait. Hold on. Your water's never tasted so well. Treated so well. We are really, uh, you know, for our second on-location broadcast, we've never been so unprepared. But we're uh, we're professionals. We can handle it. Uh, we're also brought to you by the fine folks at Schmidt's Meat Market in downtown Nicollet. Where your clothes have never smelled so good. Got that one. There we go. We're on a fi- we're on fire right now. Uh, today we're talking all things ribs. We're talking all things rib fest. Uh, stunt. We've been down here since the in- well, really, I was going to say since the inception, but it has been since the inception, for sure since the beginning, uh, since Thursday. And the music has been fun. The entertainment's been fun. The weather's been pretty darn good, other than the rain today and the uh, heat and wind last night, but that was eh, not that big of a deal. Minor compared to the actual fun that you get to have. I mean, the wind, you can't get past in this dang town, and while the heat, it kind of got out of here pretty quick. Last night, about 9 o'clock was perfect almost. It it was really nice. It was really nice. Uh, But we're not here to talk about music and weather. We're here to talk about food and barbecue and food. That's what the barbecue show is all about. A bunch of rivers. A variety of food, whether you're into ribs, whether you're into brisket, whether you're into chicken. Uh, Dennis down at uh, Blazing Bronco the other night uh, gave me a, a piece of sausage that I think he had been aging and cooking since 1974. It was amazing. <laughs> it was that good, huh? It was, it was really good. The way that guy operates and talks when we had him in studio and when we talked to him last night as well. I got my nachos over there last night. I feel like he's one of those guys you can sit down and talk to in a half hour. Even an hour would be enough for the show for him to sit and talk with us because he just he'll tell you stories from all over the place. He uh, Thursday night he I, he invited us back behind the behind the uh, tent, if you will, and we sat and ate with him for about an hour. And I say we, my wife and I, and he told me his entire life story. Well, his entire cooking story, I should say, from uh, when he started his restaurant in Cleveland, Ohio, to uh, how he got to go on the road. I said, where's your place in Florida now? He says he's in a Port St. Lucie. And I went, we, I literally spent a week on Jensen Beach, which is like, uh, like a nine iron away from Port St. Lucie. <laughs> so he's like, well, come on down. That's the beauty of these, uh, these, these rivers and these uh, people come to these events. They will give you the shirt off their back if they have the chance. Yeah, I think those guys are always super sweet. Uh, Nikki's obviously with Texas Lightning. We've known her for years. Yeah. I was actually reminiscing with her and her right-hand man, Paul, yesterday. And I'm like, I remember you guys when we were still in the parking lot over behind uh, uh, Brett's building and stuff over there. Like, I, That's like how long ago we started talking and hanging out. And they're just, they'll do anything they can to make you happy and uh, be a good friend to you when you need something, too. And so they're pretty awesome. 
Uh, I think it was Dennis the other day told me uh, this is this is sum up Rivers and uh, the barbecue scene in a sentence. He said, uh, "Listen, I can lose a sale. That's better than losing a friend." Yeah, that, see, that's exactly those kind of, who they all are. I mean, that's so great. And that's exactly who he is too. You can just tell by talking to him that that's the kind of attitude he's going to have. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great time. I don't know if you've been down to Rip Fest yet. By all means, come on down. Um, what you get, this portion sizes, because some people like, oh, it's so expensive. And yeah, it's going to cost you a few dollars. Let's be honest. But you're going to get a great meal. It's going to be delicious. They're all fantastic. And they're, they're made with love, Stunt. They're made with love. <laughs> they are. And if they if they uh, give you a second to talk to them, too, they'll treat you with plenty of love. They love talking with people, too. They Their lines get long, especially last night during Warrant. My goodness. But uh, they, they sit up there and they're having a good time talking with you just as much as they are serving you, too. Exactly. And so there's a lot of aspects that go into it. There's the, the details. This is one of the things I think is fun to talk about. We, we had some guests. I should say, you know, just for, uh, you know, on-air programming meeting, we had some guests lined up, and then we ran into a technical glitch, so we literally have one microphone, and we'd just be weird trying to pass well, it back. They just texted me, somebody's coming over probably, okay, so well, uh, right. you'll just have to interview them. Yeah, we'll just do it, and we'll make it work. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, part of what, what happens, the, the details and what goes into the behind-the-scenes part of this, I don't, you know, if any, lots of people have been to RibFest or a RibFest-type event. These guys have huge setup stuff. Oh, my gosh. The, it's a convoy when they head out to different locations because a lot of these folks will go to the next location and go to the next location. And it's a convoy of trucks along with giant trailers and giant smokers on trailers that are moving someplace. And yeah. it's so cool to see them going down the road. And I can imagine when they're heading out, like especially Reno, they're going to take I-80 out to Reno all the way. Like I bet you see a whole bunch of them all one day. Just boom, boom, boom. There they go. They just stack right up. And uh, they, have, they put so much work and so much effort into getting these things set up, getting them ready. And they withstand the weather. You know, yesterday the wind was, I'll be honest, it was howling up here for a while. And they, uh, they all stand strong and they make it through the, uh, the, the, the tough parts as well as the good parts. So uh, I'll tell you what, well, let's take a break and then uh, we'll come back. We'll, oh, we, should, we should do a tip of the week. Do we have a tip of the week? Well, I was going to have uh, one of our guests maybe do a tip if they had one. I was going to put them on the spot with it. But otherwise, my tip of the week is get down here, rain or shine, it's on. And uh, the music might get delayed just because water and electricity don't really match. Did you not know that? I don't know. Weird. Weird. But uh, the, they'll have it on no matter what. We'll get something going today. And so it's worth the money. It's worth the time to come down and enjoy one of Mankato's traditions, Rib Fest. It's like the same reason they will let me smoke while I pump gas, right? Kind of, yeah. Fire and gas, electricity electricity and water, yeah. yeah. Same thing. I like it. I like it. It's, today's kind of a good day. I feel like I'm learning a lot. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about today. Life lessons. Yeah. Uh, by the way, don't smoke, kids. It's not good for you. I quit 10 years ago. Uh, here we go. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. More of the barbecue show live from the Vetterstone Amphitheater, Rib Fest, the 24th Rib Fest in Mankato. This place was, this was, this event was built for us, Stunt. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on the barbecue show at KTOE. Schmidt's Meat Market in Nicollet and grilling go together, and they've been going together for over 70 years. Believe me, it's worth the trip. Schmidt's Meat Market's award-winning summer sausage, smoked pork chops, ribeyes, cut perfectly. Old school Braunschweiger too. Get some fresh hamburger, brats, or steaks for the grill at Schmidt's Meat Market in Nicollet, giving customers their very best since 1947. Visit SchmidtsMeatMarket.com. This farm feature is brought to you by Compere Financial. We're talking with Liz Tower, one of the financial officers at Compere Financial at the Mankato office. Liz, what would you really like people to know right now? 
You know, it's been great being back in the Mankato area and serving clients in Nicollet County. August is an exciting time for Concierge as we will be paying out over $150 million in patronage to our clients as a result of a great year in 2021. With the continued market volatility, we are reviewing and customizing client plans to meet their operations needs and structures for future success and profitability. At Compere, we offer flexibility in our products and terms to manage through these volatile times. It's been great to have summer events again this year. We look forward to helping farmers with a successful harvest season in 2022. This farm feature has been brought to you by Compere Financial, ag financing that can help you start, manage, and grow your business. It's been a busy summer. With sports camps, family vacation, and everything else, now your kid's fall sports physical deadline is close. Relax. Head to River's Edge Hospital Urgent Care Clinic in St. Peter. This is a walk-in clinic, so you don't need an appointment for a sports physical. Stop worrying about the when to schedule a sports physical appointment. Instead, walk in to River's Edge Hospital Urgent Care on Sunrise Drive in St. Peter. Open Monday through Friday, noon to 7.30, Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 4. Rice Companies understands that strong buildings and strong communities start with strong partnerships. They know the importance of every bolt, every beam, and every handshake. Every connection must be strong. When you work with Rice Companies, you're building on more than concrete and steel. You're building on knowledge and expertise with people you can trust. People who value your investment as much as you do. Connect with Rice Companies, our local butler builder, and experience the difference strong connections can make for your business. Learn more about career opportunities at ricecompanies.com. Back, it's the uh, barbecue show live today on location. We're having a blast down here at uh, Rib Fest. We're getting rain now. Son, do something about the wind, would you? It's like it's blowing the rain right in on me. And if you know, I'm made of pure sugar. If I get too wet, I will melt for sure. <laughs> you know, I will melt. Uh, uh, anyway, we're having a blast at Rib Fest, and everybody loves Rib Fest. There's so much. It, what I love about Rib Fest is you got music, you got people, you got food. You got drinks. There's nothing. There's something for everybody. You just can't go wrong. It's uh, it's absolutely amazing. So, any any uh, Nikki's with us. So we were just talking, and I'm a full disclosure guy. I'm super transparent. I'm like you said. Should we talk about lightning? Should we talk about armadillo? I said let's talk about it all. So so tell us who you are, where you're from, what you're what you're doing. So, uh, Nick, my name's Nikki Haggerty. This is my 20th year coming to Mankato Rib Fest. Wait, wait, you had plans those first four years? <laughs> yeah, I guess I wasn't invited the first four years, but here I am. Um, so, Texas Lightning's my baby. My dad actually is one of the very old school Rib Fest guys, and um, he started Giovanni's back in the early 80s, and... Um, he has been doing this for almost 40 years, and I bought Texas back in 2012, okay. and that's kind of been my little baby. And then last year, I decided to get a little crazier, and I bought Armadillo's Barbecue. So, 
with all your free time? With all my free time. Completely different sauce, completely different spice, uh, different recipes. Um, it was an established rib team that the owner decided he wanted to go vegan and live on a boat in Florida. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, why not? Why not add some more on? So, you know. That's like one extreme to the other. <laughs> I learned a lot from my dad. I learned sure. a lot from the original owner of Texas. And, uh, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. My first personal rib fest was in 1987, seeing Cheap Trick in Cleveland. Nice. So I've been out here for a long time and yeah. have seen a lot. I've done a lot. Mankato's always been one of my favorite shows to come to, though. No, and I don't, I'm, I'm not tooting our own horn by any means, but I have talked to the rivers all weekend and everybody says the same thing. They're like, we love going to Reno, we love going to Mankato. I'm like, why, how does Mankato find its way into this conversation? It's amazing. You know, the people here are so friendly. It's right. a different breed of people. Like everyone, it's like rolling out the red carpet when we come into town from the people that work locally that have seen us from crew that's worked for us over the years. I had a girl come work for me the last couple of days that I haven't seen since like 2016 that decided to pop in. She's like, well, I had a few free nights, so I wanted to come work. So you just don't see that happen in other towns. So right. it's really neat to see the consistency and the same people and the same faces. So a couple couple things that, you know, we gotta, we gotta talk like real barbecue stuff here for a minute. Um, one of the things that we always talk about on this show, on the barbecue show is, uh, and a gr great example is we just had a tri-tip cook-off at our radio station. To, you know, everybody had to bring their goods. And what we run into a lot when we have these little, these little mini contests is we find, we go, oh, this one was great and this one was great, but they were both great for different reasons. Is that fun for you now having two barbecue joints where you can kind of, this one's smokier, this one's spicier, this one's sweet? Because you, we always have two or three recipes in our head. Does this allow you to kind of branch out and do all the things that are going on in your head at the same time? Definitely, because I don't think that Texas has ever really done anything with a smoky sauce. We have a sweet sauce and then we have a chipotle sauce. Armadillo's has a spicy sauce and then they have a smoky sauce. So it's kind of completely different, different flavors, and it's interesting to see what someone else created before I got my hands on it. So we're trying to stick with what they've created because I obviously want them to be completely different. Um, but it's two different flavors, so it's kind of interesting for me because then I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to try these today. Well, I'm going to try these today. You know, it, it gives us a little bit of a variety, especially with the crew that I have that's been working for me for years. It, 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 obviously, this goes without saying, but we should give them some love. The crew, I mean... You couldn't do this without the right crew, right? Absolutely not. My crew is everything. Like, I've had, uh, you know, a good friend of mine, Paul, has been with me for almost 20 years. Uh, my one main manager has been with me for 14, you know, and, and the two of the guys, like, the one is 35, and I remember meeting him when he was 16. I actually just pulled up a picture of us in Reno 20 years ago, <laughs> you know, so he's been with me on and off for years, and now his dad's working with us, and... So, yeah, you can't beat that. And I actually have a local Mankato guy that traveled with me all this summer. So that was a lot of fun having him around. And, yeah, he already said he's in for next year. So it, it's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, this is a, this is more of a technical question, but it's, I think it's interesting. So do you do you pick up a lot of local talent and a lot local help when you go from, you know, town to town, up and down the dial? Or do you, do you pretty much travel with your own crew? No, we have our core crew, and then we try to pick up local help. It's sometimes a little difficult, especially now. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's sometimes a little challenging, but we uh, also tend to lean on people that we've met throughout the years, even if they can't work. Hey, do you know anyone that wants to work for the weekend? That kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, we do try to pick up some locals. That's 
That's awesome, and and which I think is nice too because you get a little bit you get you get that feel for the local area and kind of that the what that vibe, if you will, uh, and have a good time with it that way. So um, we we Stunt and I were talking about this before we went to break, and we usually do a barbecue show tip of the week. And if if uh, and I know we're putting you right on the spot, just right cold. Is there a, is there a tip you'd give your average backyard barbecue guy, your weekend warrior? He's going to put the apron on and the dad socks and the sandals. He's going to go out back and fire up the grill. What's is just is there any one tip that you would have for anybody? You know, I would say as far as smoking, smoke it slow. The slower you smoke it, I think the more tender it's going to be, the better it's going to be. And I am also, I know a lot of people will disagree with this, but I am also a huge component of if your meat's good enough, you don't need a lot of sauce on it. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> She's speaking the truth. I've seen the light. So I serve a lot of my food with minimal, minimal sauce. There's right. sauce out on the tables if people want to pump it on there, but I think if your food's good enough, you don't need to do that. So I'm, I'm pretty big on that. You're talking to, yeah, you're talking to the king and well, the two kings. <laughs> Sorry, stud. <laughs> the two kings. The two kings of uh, don't overdo it if you don't have to, because sometimes I think, uh, and maybe you could speak to this too. Also, I think sometimes people, especially average Joes who are in their backyard with their, you know, with their Traeger or their charcoal, you know, Weber kettle or whatever. I think sometimes we get so, because I know I'm guilty of this. We get so caught up in the act of doing what we're doing, we overdo it when we don't need to, right? Absolutely. I and I think that's point in case with the sauce like you don't need to overdo it like a little bit of sauce to give it just a little bit of a glaze or a little bit of a flavor but other than that if your meat's good and you smoked it right you shouldn't need all that sauce to cover anything up so you don't know me very well but right now i'm filtering so many inappropriate comments it's amazing (laughs) 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 that's just you know it's just how i roll it's all good uh so what's your what's your what's your summer look like with two barbecue joints do you always travel together do you guys sometimes separate what's no actually we separate that was part of the interesting part of uh buying armadillos is they have a lot of shows in ohio and pittsburgh they didn't do very much crossing over through indiana and on the west coast and you ever been through indiana that's scary stuff oh sometimes yeah <laughs> it depends on the time of the year no i'm kidding um and then texas has had a lot of shows in illinois and we have a couple in minnesota and we do a few quite a few out in nevada so it's a completely different schedule and our crews have had to split up a lot this year my manager has been in ohio most of the summer and i have not been in ohio most of the summer because i'm doing the, i'm doing the texas shows she's doing the armadillo shows so it's kind of like we've split up a lot but it's kind of fun when we get to be here together because it's almost competitive. Even though I technically own both of them, we still kind of, yeah, yeah we kind of go at it. Like, okay, well, Texas is my baby, so that's where I'm always at. And, you know, Katie's like, well, this is, you know, Armadillos is now my little baby. And I've been traveling with Armadillos all summer. So we kind of get a little competitive. So it's kind of fun. And that's that's what makes it fun, right, is that, that competitiveness to it. Um, here's something I've always, always wondered because all of us, you know, weekend warriors, backyard guys, just average Joes, there are many of us who think, um, oh, it'd be great to own a, you know, to own a setup like this and be on the road. And when it becomes a business, does, does some of that passion, some of that drive go away or is it, do, do you get caught up in the numbers and lose sight of the, of the smoke of the meat? Or is it, does it still, is that passion still there, I guess? No, the passion's definitely still there. In fact, if anything, you're always looking for ways to make things better and improve. Um, You know, I don't think I would have been doing it this long. It's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. You know, the summers are really, really tough. You know, I kind of have the opposite 
schedule of a school teacher. So I work really hard from May to the end of September. And then I get a little bit of time off in the fall. And then it's, okay, paperwork and insurance requests and applications and ordering and getting stuff ready for the season to start. So, um, you know, it's it's wonderful, but I'm not going to lie. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work. And then there's certain shows where you know you're going to make a lot of money and you kind of are excited about it. And then there's other shows that... You're like, okay, well, even if we don't make a ton of money, they're fun shows and they're great people to be around. So, you know, you kind of pick and choose what you think works best for your schedule and you go with it. It sounds a lot like trying to uh, run the barbecue show. It's pretty much pretty much the same thing. Yeah, we're uh, Stunt and I are always just stressing. We're always just like, oh, no, paperwork. We get a lot of insurance requests also. It's a lot of insurance. <laughs> we, we are a liability. There's no question about that. Especially together, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the two of us together, double trouble. Um, so what's your what's the rest of your summer from here look like? Is this, you're getting close to the end, or you still have a few more shows? We have been week to week to week. We actually have a week off, and then we do a big show in Chicago, and it's actually my dad's team is there, plus armadillos in Texas, so that's going to be fun. And then we get uh, another week off, and then it's, well, we get a week off, but we're driving to Reno basically the day after the Chicago show ends to get ready for that. And that's kind of like the Super Bowl. Kind of is the big one that ends the season. We have a couple small shows after that, and then we end the third week in September. You got room for two more in the truck? Oh. Stunt and I are we'll come. I, I, I try to get Stunt out there every year, yeah. so you're welcome too. Yeah. yeah, he did it once. It was a lot of fun having him out there with us. So, as the father of daughters, I have to ask um, the dynamic with you and Dad now that he is, you know, you're kind of the you're the, now you're the top dog and he's on the porch. Is that like is that a thing for you guys? Is it fun? Is there a little competitiveness there? Is there a, or is there still he's still dad and trying to encourage you? Uh, a little bit of both, I would say. I think there's always a little bit of competitiveness. The first year I got into Reno, like the news loved the fact that it was a father and daughter going at it against each other. Right. So it was a lot of fun that year. It was like, oh, I'm going to beat you. No, I'm going to beat you. He's the old dog out there, though. He's been doing that show for 35 years. Like, everybody knows Chicago Barbecue in Reno. Like, that's one of the top names there. So, you know, I've uh, placed higher than him a couple of years. He's 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 won. He beat me once, and he got, I think, first, and I got fifth that year. So, and there, even to get on stage is just an honor because there's 20-some rib cookers every year. So, um no, we have that competitiveness, but I also get a phone call from them every day. Are you? How are you guys doing? Are you guys okay? I want to know, you know, make sure you guys aren't working too hard. And, you know, it's really cute. So definitely more the father-daughter bond, a little bit of the competitiveness, I would say. Which is good. It's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, that's sure. that's uh, that's awesome. I love that that uh, that allure. Um, so you guys are here for the, obviously for the rest of the weekend. When it rains like this, like we got, it looks like the rain's letting up now, which is good. Does that does that do you see that as a, does that hamper things a little bit? Does that change what happens? Because we talk a lot about cooking styles and techniques. Are you guys dialed into the point where if the humidity and the heat and the rain and the weather changes, does that affect your cooking or or can you kind of power through that? Not really. We've got tarps over everything, and we've got covers covering the smokers so it really doesn't affect what we do in the back at all you know obviously it affects who comes out sometimes people are afraid of the rain sometimes people are like yeah we're gonna go this is perfect timing there's no lines and we can get in and eat wherever we want so it really just depends on the area that we're in like sometimes you'll see a monsoon and people are still standing in line and it's it's crazy so you know but our cooking really doesn't change depending on any of that the smokers are pretty regulated set to go so I assume that, but I, you know, got to ask the question. You can't, you can't see this because we're on radio. But every time she talked about the line, 
and people in line. She was pointing towards Stunt. She was gesturing towards Stunt. And I was like, you're never getting Stunt out of line. You're never getting him out of line. <laughs> He's the original in-line guy. <laughs> stand there forever, get the crowd going. It's pretty awesome when he walks by and says hello to us because everyone's like, oh, everyone's quiet. And then all of a sudden Stunt walks by and everyone's all lively. <laughs> He's kind of a big deal. No. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he's got a, a nice, loud, clear voice. So everybody in the park can hear him. We yep. love it. Yep. You waiting for that? I was. Just, I didn't know if there was anything else we could add to that. Oh, yeah. See, he's, a, he's a sex symbol. What, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Um, I was just going to say that's one of the fun things when I've worked with them and, uh, in like Reno and stuff like that. I've gone out with you guys. When somebody orders, a, they, they have fun. And when somebody orders like a full slab or they tip, they all yell, hey, tip, tip, hooray. Or uh, they order a full slab of Texas Light. And then they're always like, yeah, ah. And it's, it's just fun to, and I, and I, take full advantage of that to go in beer uh, beer beer man mode and just start yelling too so the cute thing is when he does it too it's like he comes over and he's like he and now 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 for me i'm like oh well wait a minute i gotta be as loud as him i have to say it as long as him so it makes me louder so we all of a sudden get really loud as a group so it's a lot of fun and that's i think a half the battle or a half the of the event is the fun and a lot of people overlooked that and they missed that and that's why it was great to have you on the show today talk a little bit about the idea that yes it's a business yes we need people yes we have to regulate this we, we got to make sure we cook the same way every day all the time because you have to have a consistent i would think you know taste right for people to recognize right of course yeah and it's and people get used to your products and people get used to um seeing you around and i actually jokingly said we've got one customer that's been coming to see us for 20 years he's here every year he comes by he buys at least one full slab throughout the weekend and i even jokingly said yesterday i'm like you got to give the man a bottle of sauce i'm like he's here consistently every year rain or shine and he comments on our post on facebook which is really cute like i would say he's probably our best fan and it's it's really cute because you see him and you're like oh hi you give him a hug and you're used to it but he's used to obviously getting the same product from us or he wouldn't come back every year exactly and that's i think that's such an important part of what you guys do and how you do it um but at the same time like someone was just saying you gotta have fun yeah right if you're not having fun what's the point yeah some people are more about business and we've got to get it right and this has got to be and we kind of obviously business is important but we want to have fun while we're out here because if not the days are really long and yeah. you know you don't want that you want your crowd upbeat and well, and I can tell you, as an as an average uh, customer, when I see that the crew looks serious, you go, "Oh, these guys—they're really into this. They know what they're doing." But at the same time, when they're having fun, you know, it's the old the old radio adage: if you're having fun, the listeners having fun, and if you guys are having fun back there, you know, throwing ribs around. The people coming up are having fun, and it, you kind of create an atmosphere, and that's part of what it's all about. For sure, and we have people like the, the crew. It's hilarious when you, the tip-tip thing, they're like, oh, wait a hooray! minute. Yeah, they want to hear the hooray. They want to hear the, the cowbell. Paul's got cowbells placed all over the booth, so they want to hear that. Like, they'll even be like, here, we're going to give you another one so we can hear it again. Like, you know, it brought into it with us. And we love the crowd, so we got to run. We're up against it. ABC News, thanks for coming out to the barbecue show live at Ribfest on KTU.